When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades, to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour of Clay and Buck is uh, underway right now, my friends. And we had we had talked a little bit at the top of the show about this, um, that in Oklahoma right now, there is a bit of a kerfuffle. There is a, a protest that has been underway where they seized the state capitol. And this is all because of a transgender uh, law or transgender laws that have not been signed yet, as I understand it, but there are issues, uh, issues around it. People are upset about it. And we wanted to talk to you about what exactly is going on here. So it's called Senate Bill 129. And well, before, actually, before we get into, uh, exactly what's in all these bills, Clay, last we had, had checked in on this. They had stormed the uh, stormed the Capitol, and there was a Trans Lives Matter group. Uh, Trans Lives Matter, which I had never heard of this before. I think it's interesting because Blue Lives Matter got so much anger from the left. How dare you appropriate? Uh, how dare you appropriate the oppression? All of the lives black- matter. Got All lives so matter. much yeah. criticism. Um, so. But trans lives matter is apparently okay for the left, which is, is so 
it's so interesting to see see how this how this goes. Um, and they're they're sh- here. We actually have some audio. Here they are chanting. Just in case you're wondering, trans lives matter. Play it. So that that's they're very clear about what they're there to do and who they are. Uh, so there are about uh, over a hundred of them from Oklahomans, Oklahomans for equality and freedom. Fascinating the way they name these groups, isn't it? Uh, they were outside the Capitol. They made their way into the rotunda. The protesters were calling on lawmakers to vote against a variety of bills that would have prohibited gender reassignment surgery or hormone therapy. For those under the age of 18, specifically the Senate Bill 129, which is being called the Millstone Act, that would ban treatment for people under 26 years of age by punishing the doctor. So effectively, Clay, if you're a doctor and you do a trans surgery for people under the age of 26, you uh, can lose your license and even be criminally prosecuted. So there are a few different a few different bills that are all. At issue here, like I said, there's the Millstone Bill. Um, there's also a bill, the less restrictive House Bill 101. Now that would stop doctors from giving a referral for puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and gender reassignment surgery for anyone under 21. And then there's Senate Bill 252, which would prohibit anyone under the age of 18 from receiving gender reassignment surgery. Um, and then Senate Bill 250 would prohibit medical officials and entities from receiving reimbursement from Medicaid if they do gender transition services. So there's a whole variety of yeah. stopping gender transition surgeries within certain age ranges in Oklahoma. I think that the, I think the governor said we're going to have them on next hour. I think that they should continue through with this. I think the notion that anybody under 18 should have any of this done is barbaric and crazy. Yeah, I think the under 18 is a really easy argument. I, I don't know what the law, we'll ask the governor. I'm not sure what the law is on, for instance, tattoos in Oklahoma, but there are many different states out there where you cannot legally, as a minor, get a tattoo. And I think that's always good to focus on because let's take it outside the transgender issue for a moment. Why would you have that rule on tattoos for people under 18? Because for everybody out there listening right now, if you allowed a 14 or 15-year-old to legally get a tattoo, you might well end up with a tattoo that looks really ridiculous when you're 22 or 32 or 42. Like, that doesn't seem crazy to me at all to believe that that is uh, a, a law that makes total sense. That, relatively speaking, you may not like the barbed wire tattoo that your 16-year-old got on his biceps, but by and large, that isn't going to... Remember when the barbed wire tattoo... I was going to say, has popular. anyone gotten a barbed wire tattoo on a bicep since 1994, Clay? All right. Uh, in 1994, that's my point. 1994, you got the barbed wire tattoo. You were a badass. By 2004, you were like, why did I ever think getting a barbed wire tattoo on my bicep was cool? Everybody's like, why do you think you're in sync?" <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so people make bad decisions with tattoos. But in the grand scheme of things, you can get a tattoo removal, I think, like all those things. If we're, as a reasoned society out there, of the opinion, oh, we got to keep tattoos away from kids under 18. We got to keep beer away from kids under 21. We got to keep rental cars, which to me is still pretty crazy. A lot of you out there remember, you couldn't rent a car in college. 
You got to keep rental cars away from kids until they're like 25. How in the world does it make sense to allow someone to get their breast removed at 15? That's child abuse. Like, I, I don't even understand how this is remotely controversial. And this is where this moved very quickly, Buck, from we're trans and we just want the right to live our lives as we are to if you don't agree with a six-year-old's ability to choose their own gender, then you're barbaric transphobe. I mean, Buck, I had a friend who talked about this, I think, on the show before. And I bet there are people out there listening to us right now, especially if you're in New York or L.A. or you're in a uh, a big city, a left-wing location. There are regular emails that go out where they say, hey, so-and-so is six years old and she now identifies as a boy or she now identifies as gender non-binary and so we're going to take it seriously. And my wife, we had this conversation, and I, I think it's perfect for anybody out there as a parent. We don't let our six-year-olds choose what they eat because we don't think that they have the mental you know, wherewithal because a six-year-old would say, I want cake or I want ice cream. For every meal, we say no. You know, if you're going to have a cookie, you've got to eat your broccoli or whatever it is beforehand. That's what parenting is. Parenting now, in some of these communities and in some of these schools, and this is happening increasingly in elite, high-end private schools, is where this is taken off. You're going to treat a six-year-old like they can choose their gender? I mean, this is this is madness. I also want everyone to know that while this is playing out in Oklahoma, the issue of transgenderism. For children, uh, for minors, has, for one, exploded by the numbers. And anyone who is looking at the data honestly will say this is something that is more a fad than a scientific yes. reality. That's just, this is clear. There's there's uh, rapid onset gender dysphoria was the term coined by the Brown University study that looked at, hey, what happens when a seven-year-old says, I think, you know, a seven-year-old boy says, I think I'm a girl. Oh, all the adults gather around. They make a big deal. And, oh, what can we do for you? And what do the other seven-year-olds think who are, you know, maybe at a point where they're a little unsure of themselves? They're seven. They're kids. They don't know anything. They go, well, if I say I'm a girl, too, then everyone's going to, oh, what can we do to cater to you and make sure that you're yes. happy? And, oh, you're so brave. You're so brave. This is the stuff. And they can show this through the data, that the chance of another kid in a class all of a sudden now, I know the activists say, that's because they're just finally willing to speak out that they're trans too. They're seven years old. They probably thought they were a platypus the month before. It's absurd. We all recognize this is absurd. The Biden White House, meanwhile, we remember this. This is just back uh, a few months ago. This was uh, oh, about a year ago, March of 2022. They put out the... Equality and visibility for transgender Americans statements specifically, specifically singling out how we need to make sure that transgender kids, children are a focus of this effort. And, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about reinforcing protection for transgender kids and including this is the key part, gender affirming care so while you know the left-wing activists and everything you could see that you know the crazy blue-haired nose ring maniacs running around shrieking trans lives matter you know they're doing that clay everyone needs to understand biden white house is totally on board for this pushing this using federal power to try to advance this as well this is not a minor thing this is not a a side effect this is the main effort yeah and 
I think it's also important to emphasize they chose this battle. So everybody's out there like, why can't you just leave? Because that's the other argument they'll make. Well, why does this bother you so much? Why can't you just leave trans people along, alone? Well, because we don't think that 14-year-olds should get their breasts removed. Like, that's a, a surgery that we don't think should occur for minors. We don't think that 14- and 15-year-olds and younger 12-year-olds should be given puberty blockers, which keep someone from going into puberty and have massive, as you can well imagine, developmental issues. In fact, Buck, there was even in the New York Times a story recently where they said, hey, if you take puberty blockers, the overall strength of your bones is brittle because puberty is when you get all of those extra hormones that help to strengthen your body and your bones. And if you get that delayed, then in your 20s and 30s and certainly on for the rest of your life, you're more likely to have significant issues with your bones. That seems like a really big deal. So we're not choosing this battleground. They are. We're just trying to provide some sanity here. The lifestyle libs who won't buy apples unless they're organic because they're so concerned about pesticides, you know, won't put that in their body's a temple. They won't do that. But they think that puberty blockers for a 12 year old there, you know, that's a great idea. That's gender. Just even the term it is Orwellian gender affirming care. Notice they have gone from gender transition. It used to be called gender transition surgery because you were trying to change from something. Now what they say is it's affirmation. Affirmation implies you already are this. We're just making it more clear that that's what you really are. It is intentional. It is dishonest. It's odious. And and another way that you can tell this argument, Clay, is made in bad faith, these protesters, for example, the ones in Oklahoma, they're referring to these legislative acts as genocide. That is a quote, genocide, because of all the trans youth that they claim, whom they claim, will commit suicide unless doctors will cut off their breasts at 15 and give them puberty blockers at 12 they're going to commit to you are literally killing kids they say unless you let us chop off their genitals this is how insane the left has become just for everybody out there listening how many huge percentages i would bet of listeners have been tomboys themselves remember when that was a phrase you know like you'd have a seven or eight year old girl maybe i don't know 12 13 year old girl before puberty running around thinking and feeling like she had a lot of boy characteristics and how many of those girls as they age become uh women and are very happy to be women now how much different would that be if when we were all seven or eight years old if instead of saying oh you know she's just kind of going through a phase let's let her develop you know and she'll decide what she wants to do she gets older what if we had said oh yeah you're a boy let's stop puberty from happening Let's totally change your gender. Let's keep, let's have a surgery to remove your breast. Which of those feels like a healthier way to treat seven or eight year old kids? Say, hey, you know, you're probably going to work through it. It's a phase you're going through. You'll be fine. And by the way, if you don't, when you become 22, you have the right to change your gender. Almost all of those girls out there, almost every single girl who had tomboy characteristics, a lot of you, I bet are listening to us right now your kids or your grandkids maybe it was you you grew up your girls you're totally happy and how much different would that be 
if everybody gathers around to Buck's point and says, oh my goodness, you must be a boy in a girl's body. Let's go well, ahead and get about, you treated way, for you, this. You never hear about the people, and they exist, and you've heard from them, there are interviews with them, the people that went th- Re- that, that went through it. this, and they realize they've destroyed their lives. They'll never have yeah. children. They're ne- they'll never be gender normal. They'll never have a normal love life. They'll never have an orgasm. They'll probably be incontinent. Their bones will break. What about what about the suicides of those people? Oh no, you can't talk about that. Just even the mental health of those people. What they're doing is monstrous. This is yes. when, when they do this to children. It is monstrous, and everybody should understand that. Imagine waking up tomorrow to text messages and emails from your bank and credit card companies letting you know, guess what? Your bank account's empty. Your credit cards have been maxed out. That's a worst case scenario of online identity theft. But some cyber hackers have probably gotten a hold of your information, pretended to be you, and at some point in time have tried to take both your money and your good credit. Online identity theft can be a huge disruption to your life. Recovering from it can take a while and it quickly can depend on two things type of identity theft and how quickly you act fraud fraudulent credit card charges may take days to resolve whereas someone taking out loans or applying for jobs or apartments in your name could take weeks or months it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives your personal information gets exposed so often it can make it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY. Use LifeLock.com and use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, for 25% off lifelock.com promo code clay helping you separate truth from fiction every single weekday the clay travis and buck sexton show why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts you can look to precious metals for various reasons One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best. 
and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Price Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Price Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Price Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X. C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve we're making fun of corinne jean pierre and what a disaster she is a little bit earlier in the program but we can't forget jen saki the original spokesperson for joe biden and his administration uh jen saki said what joe biden needs to do tonight in his state of the union is tell a story because he's an amazing storyteller. <laughs> i can't even hardly. he's an amazing storyteller she says listen Giving a speech that even if it's 40 million people watch it, which is less than the Super Bowl, but still that's a huge number of people. That's a big opportunity for any president. It's the biggest speech of the year any president gives. But what he needs to do is tell a story. Joe Biden is an amazing storyteller. I mean, you sit in the Oval Office and he can storytell for six hours. He needs to do that in the speech tonight. People aren't sitting at home and just like writing down data points, right? They support people who they feel something from. So he needs to tell the story. An amazing story. I mean, he he tells a lot of lies, Buck. They also are claiming, did you see this story, that Joe Biden wrote the entire speech by himself. There is That's a hilarious. zero per- I really want Biden to do to do a sequel to the uh, to the corn pop story. Remember that? Maybe that could be the theme of the entire uh, entire State of the Union. He and corn pop sit down and have a good discussion. I want I want Biden to tell some of the old the old classic Biden stories where even the staunchest Democrats look at him like, what is this crazy old man saying? But he had hairy legs, prompter. The blonde hair, my hairy legs, and the kids would feel the hair standing up on my legs. You guys all remember that? That was that was bizarre at a level that I still can't begin to to fathom what he thought he was even talking about. But you know, he's president somehow. What would Biden's State of the Union actually sound like if he truly wrote every word in the State of the Union? I mean, it, not, I mean, I would love to hear that. That would be worth watching. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would, I would make sure that I had a stiff drink with me and could kick back, and I was ready to roll. 
We're going to watch it tonight because that's what we do. We watch it so we can tell you what's going on. And if some of you want to watch it, I'm sure there'll be some moments in it. The Tunnel of the Towers Foundation, my friends, delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's heroes have made for us. Heroes like Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro Jr. Israel promised his father he'd take care of his family and his son that he wouldn't grow up without a father. When his Humvee exploded in Afghanistan, he suffered severe burns over more than 80% of his body. With only a 15% chance of survival, Del Toro focused on the promises he made. Later, he became the first fully disabled airman permitted to re-enlist and a gold medal winner in the Invictus Games. Now he shares his story to help others. Thanks to the Tunnel of to the Towers Foundation and your generosity, Del Toro received a mortgage-free smart home. The home has a myriad of smart features to help him live his life more independently. Help heroes like Del Toro when they need it most. Join us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel of the Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org, Tunnel of the Towers Foundation. Donate today, T2T.org. Well, we just heard the, the beats that some of you will know come from the German singer Nina with her 99 Luftballons. Or this is right English. here. What? That's what this is. Okay, I'm just listening. I, w- it, I was not paying attention to the music. We came back to. So yeah, I'm it gets a lot faster. We, you know, we should. I got to come into like the. There okay, we go. Now I recognize. There it. we go. Ninety-nine yes. balloons. Okay. I anyway, it now that po- first part I didn't get. I had to get the beat picked up there. I, I've been, I've been, I've been bothering our team to play that ever since the balloon went up. So thank you, team. I was like, "Where's my, where, where is my ninety-nine balloons?" Yeah, but the ninety-nine balloons was many too many because we only needed one big balloon. Um. So that song, by the way, is about balloons. Tra- uh, traversing from uh, West Berlin to East Berlin, triggering uh, defense systems that then lead to nuclear war and the annihilation of the planet. So I'm just going to say... Way, hap- way happier sounding than I would have uh, presumed for a, you know? uh, for something that would be reflecting of that uh, design. Yeah, as, the New- as the New York Times described it, a bunch of balloons floats over the border between West and East Germany, triggering defense systems and leading to a war that destroys... The planet. That is what that song is actually about. So when you're in the bar and you're having that seventh shot of Cuervo and you're like, 99 balloons, you're you know yelling it. It's about the end of the world, just so everybody knows. Man, what a downer. I mean, everybody was in a good mood. You just brought them right back to the, the square. You sound like Biden doing the State of the Union. Yeah. No joke. That's like, you know how, you know, when you were a kid, do you ever hear people playing, uh, uh, Ring Around the Rosie, right? Oh, Which yeah. Oh, say, yeah. That, I know that, but I know that story. Yeah. People say it's from the Black Death and that this yeah. is supposed to, they taught kids this and the idea was that it would, uh, you know, ward away the, anyway, about as yeah. effective about as triple it, masking outside alone. I was going to say, just yeah. the, 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 the modern day mask. So, Corinne Jean Pierre, since I got to play the song that I've been wanting to play for days, Corinne Jean Pierre, uh, was on the view because when you are addressing an urgent matter of national security importance, Clay, where do you go? You go to the geniuses of the view, obviously. That's the first stop on the media tour. So you can have, you know, Joy Behar weigh in on, 
whether we should send Apaches to Ukraine, <laughs> etc. Right? I'll send all the fanciest planes. I I, as be, jo, Joy Behar is the dumbest person on television daily. I don't know that she would be any worse analyzing information than Joe Biden is, which is really kind of scary. But if Joy Behar was in the situation room, I don't know that she could be much worse than Biden is. I actually have a, I have a real, before we get to the view, I have a real question for you. Something really bad. China invades Taiwan. Yes. Okay. It's happening. The, the flotillas have mobilized. They're you know, on first the way. airstrikes have happened. It's, it's on. And you only have a choice between Joe Biden answering that phone call on, you know, the red phone or Kamala Harris. Who do you prefer to answer that call if it were to happen, you know, in the next year? Kamala Harris. Not because not because I think that Kamala Harris is in any way should be in the position that she is in. But I think that given the fact that she is, I think, 58, I think she could synthesize information and competing arguments better than Joe Biden could, which could lead to a better result. I, I think I was actually talking about this buck with my wife yesterday because we were talking about the balloon and, and her argument. I think it's a good one. She's like, I know Joe Biden is ostensibly the commander-in-chief. That is, the military officials have to come speak to him and say, Mr. President, here's what... I don't think that they speak to him and that he in any way is actually the commander-in-chief. So I think really the question here, Buck, is who is the military official? Who is the decider, right? What should happen is... When we select a president, we are selecting the decider-in-chief. Whatever the toughest issues are in the world, they come to his desk. You've been in there for these briefings, Buck. Yes. You have a lot of smart people, this is true, who have elevated themselves inside of the government, and they will make the case, we should choose option A, Mr. President, and they will give you all the reasons why option A should be selected, then B and C, and they're all really good options, and the job of the president is to decide between several challenging options, the best. He's the decider-in-chief. That's what yeah. scares me the most about Biden. I think you're right about the Kamala choice between the two. I think maybe Biden 20 years ago I would take yeah. over Kamala. But but Biden I think now, true. I think I think Kamala is the right choice under that very, very frightening They're circumstance. They're both the wrong terms, choice. Yeah. She's the best of two bad She's options. the least bad option of the two of them if that phone call were, were, to, were to come along. Um, and then also on the on those kinds of briefings and those moments, you know, one thing I will say, I'm very critical of the deep state and the apparatus and, and everything that goes on from the top level, whether it's FBI, CIA. There are freakishly smart people who can sit there and just tell you everything that you would ever, ever want to know about every Soviet missile system devised in the last 50 years. Those people do exist in the CIA and the DIA. And, you know, they're there. They're just not the ones that are. You know, going uh, going for big photo ops with the president. They're not the ones that are appearing on NBC. They're not the ones that are, you know. So just to be clear, there is that repository of knowledge yeah. that exists, but they're not involved in the political nonsense, and they're also not the ones who you, you'll, you'll be hearing about. The opposite of those super brilliant people that know a lot about a lot of things, and they just quietly do their work every day inside the intelligence community and inside the, uh, you know, Pentagon and the military intelligence would be the view. The view does not bring a lot of knowledge, skill, and wisdom to anything 
certainly not to daytime television. Karine Jean-Pierre, though, this was interesting to me. She went on The View to talk to them about blocking U.S. transmissions from the ground to the balloon. Play two. One of the things that we were able to do is to make sure none of the sensitive security information, national security information on the ground was transmitted. So we were able to block that. But at the same time, we were able to gather information from the balloon as it was traveling on its path. And then when the time allowed and it permitted, uh, the president, who was also the commander in chief, as we all know, and when it, the balloon got over uh, water, and as he had asked for uh, the Pentagon to do, which is to take it down they took it down by the way can we just say shoot it down we shot it down this, yeah we didn't we didn't take it down like you know like party streamers in the office birthday setup like we we we, we shot it down let's just use the real terminology i think so we just like gently glided it to the ground um but clay but clay first of all okay so let's let's say we just take this at face value they were able to block the transmission back to china were they able to block it the whole time are we to believe that they were just hovering there, blocking the transit? How long was that going? This went on for days, right? This thing doesn't move fast. And also, the Chinese never, they, they didn't have some uplink that would send back the, I mean, if they thought a slow moving balloon was going to have to get back to Chinese airspace intact, this is the crappiest surveillance plan, you know, in, in, in history. I mean, you'd be better off with a hot air balloon back in the Civil War days, right? Yeah. So something's up. Well, not only that, what did China expect? That We spend a lot of time talking about what we do, right? But a big part of this, to me, is figuring out what were China's motivations. I asked a question earlier, Buck. Where did China launch this from? Did China, when they did their briefing on what the Chinese spy balloon was going to accomplish... Did they ever in any part of their analysis think this balloon's going to enter United States airspace in Alaska and exit off the coast of South Carolina and then the United States going to shut shoot it down? Like what did they think? My expectation would have been if I were China, the United States is going to shut the, shoot this thing down over Alaska as soon as it significantly enters airspace, right? Like I think the story of the Trump thing may be true. But I think they were kind of probing. Hey, do they notice if we go into Hawaiian airspace a little bit? Hey, do they notice if we go into Florida airspace a little bit? Do they have the NORAD defense mechanisms in place to recognize where this balloon is? I think that was their test. I don't think they ever expected that it would go all the way across the entire continental United States. And so I suspect that they adjusted the game plan like they were like, okay, well, we're in Montana. Why don't we go over this Montana airfield? And then we're going to drift down. I think they thought that this thing would get shot down. So if that's what they thought was going to happen, what is their analysis right now in China of what took place? To me, it looks like, oh, the United States defense mechanisms are not very strong. Uh, Biden does not have the political will to act aggressively in short order when given new information, which is why I think your question, Buck, is such a good one. What is he going to do if he gets woken up at 3 a.m. in the middle of the night and they say China has begun its invasion of Taiwan? Everybody I asked about this, by the way, claims that, well, rather, uh, agrees that no one really knows what the U.S. would do. 
that that this this strategic ambiguity is really a we're not sure what we would do. We we think we have strategic ambiguity with regard to Taiwan so that we keep China on its on its toes, you know, so we don't give away the game. But actually, we don't know. That's the truth. We don't know yeah. what we would do. And, and Buck, here's the other question: What are Biden's top advisors going to suggest to him to do? Because if my wife's right, and basically Biden is commander in chief and name only, then whomever those top military advisors are, whatever their recommendation is, is what Biden is going to do. Yeah, so don't worry, that's a lot of power. Secretary of Defense of the future, Buddha Judge, will be handling it just like he's handled the transportation situation in this country so it'll all be fine folks you know clay and i really do love learning uh we consume data and information constantly and we love sharing what we learn i mean we have these you know nerd uh nerddom sessions every day here we talk about random history all kinds of stuff we love it hillsdale shares a passion with us for learning hillsdale college that's why they're offering some 30 online video courses each of them are really really educational and also entertaining and the best part, just like listening to this show, it's totally free. Hillsdale College puts a tremendous amount of effort and thinking into making these online courses interesting to you. You're challenged to think and rewarded with information, whether it's lessons on our nation's history or helpful explanations on how the left thinks and why each course is really worthwhile. To date, several million Americans have already taken the time to watch these online on-demand video courses. So visit clayandbuck4hillsdale.com and pick one of more than 30 free Hillsdale courses. Pick whichever course you like and resolve to be a more educated American this year. Go to clayandbuck4hillsdale.com. That's clayandbuck4hillsdale.com to start your free course today. Learn, laugh, and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. 
GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're going to be joined in the top of the next hour by Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt to talk about the crazy transgender protests going on in his state. We're also going to be joined by Gordon Chang. We'll ask him that question about it, potentially Taiwan invades china what the impact would be there and also certainly discuss with him the chinese supply uh the chinese balloon spy issue but buck i got a confession for you last night and i may need advice from the uh from the clay and buck audience out here did you play horse against your dad when you were a kid growing up ever not gonna lie i definitely defeated him um in horse many many a time so last night I played against my 12-year-old son, my sixth grader, and he beat me H-O-R-S-E to nothing. Now, we have in the Travis household pretty regular matchups between the two of us, and we have a belt, championship belt, that is bestowed depending on who wins. But when you get beat H-O-R-S-E to nothing, it was a it was a dark moment. I mean, it was a sobering to get crushed like this by uh, by your sixth grader. So I don't know what at this point I should do. There are a lot of different suggestions out there. I'm only 43, but there were a lot of claim injuries, a lot of you know trick shoulders, a lot of issues associated with that. Um, how do you handle one of your offspring becoming better than you at a sport, particularly at this age? It's one thing like, you know, 16, 17, 18, when a kid's hit puberty, 12-year-old beating you pre-puberty is a, is a tough one to take. Humility is an important thing, Clay. So <laughs> I, however you achieve it, I think it's all for the better. The funniest comment, Buck, was that I saw, and I, I can't keep up with all the comments because I tweeted about it last night. The funniest, <laughs> funniest comment was one guy said, you should have just told him you slept with his mom. Which is which is accurate and also hyster- and also hysterical. I'm gonna have to put that one in the back pocket. 
because there is some trash talk that goes on sometimes during the course of the horse game. But when you get blanked, H-O-R-S-E, to nothing, no letters on him, there's not a lot of trash talk I could be involved in. I'm pretty sure sometimes with my dad back in the trash-talking days, a lot of it was around ping-pong, by the way. The oh, Sextons yeah. were really in. We all, I had a grandfather who Who's was great at ping-pong. Who's the best in ping-pong in your family? I mean, I'm the best at ping pong in my family. Would I, you brothers, know, my brothers, brothers are going to right now. Agree? They're freaking out, especially if they're. But you know, maybe they're not listening, so they won't <laughs> even know. Some days they do, some days they don't. I am the best at ping pong. I am absurdly good for somebody who doesn't play very often. Now, would I would you, say would, that. Okay, so like, do you have spins? Like, is there substantial spinning, or are you more of like a tradi- like? Because if you watch really, really good ping pong players. They have an inordinate amount of ability to spin. I'm t- I'm talking about like, yeah. are you just a, kind of a traditional player? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a traditional player, but I mean, I I look when I play, it's like when Forrest Gump is doing his thing in the movie on the ping pong. So you're table, taking full saying. swings, like it's. A, oh, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty good at ping pong too. I'm racking the. Oh, okay, I do. Okay, I do Mr. think I'm pretty good, Mr. Clay Travis. I was, All right, I was trying to probe there, folks. Chinese there's going to be some big plane, wagers. Like, there's going to uh, be Chinese do you have a, spy do you, balloons. Do you have a ping pong table at the at the uh, Travis residence? We, we do not because I've been so afraid of my boys are so competitive, all three of them. And, you know, whatever it is, I am concerned with introducing paddles into the house for fear of what those paddles might do both as weapons and also as projectiles that could break things all throughout the house depending on who's winning or losing we used to have the brother the three brothers and our cousins would even set up our own paintball wars in the backyard when we would go upstate that didn't always end well i can tell you because because you know when you shoot somebody with a paintball gun and you think that maybe they didn't actually have the ball you know it didn't splat maybe you shoot them three or four more times people don't like that so things can get a little heated out there those things hurt too. They do hurt. You take yes. a paintball, a, pay, a paintball in the wrong place, like it is a, uh, it is painful. Indeed. I got hit in my hands a few times in the fingers. Let me tell you, oh. the fingers is one of the worst places to get hit with a paintball. Ugh. I took no one fun. in the back of the head one time in paintball. Usually, you have like some protection over yeah. the eyes, hopefully. But I was going to tell you, to, you know, a line that you know when I when I would sort of talk trash to my dad, other in basketball or ping pong back in the day, or at the rifle range. You know what he would just say to me sometimes? I made you. <laughs> which uh, which is which is true. That's accurate. Also That's not true. a bad line. Not a bad yeah. line. I'm gonna have to yeah. try that one. I like yeah. I slept with your mom. I think you would have a tough time <laughs> dealing with that one. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel the Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel the Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 
Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. 